generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. Acts chapter 3, very quickly. For time's sake, I'm going to read, I'm going to breeze quickly. The word says, now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour, and a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful. What was he doing there? He was begging, asking alms. That's begging. From those who enter the temple, who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, this man asked them for alms. And fixing his eyes on him, with John, Peter said to the man, look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have. Look at somebody say, you might not have money, but you have something. Look at somebody else say, you might not have silver and gold, but you have something. They said, this thing that I have, my understanding of the provisions of sovereign grace, the power reposed on the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. I prophesy over everybody here who has been stuck, stranded, limited, held down, shut down, not making progress. This week, you will have material evidence for your spiritual promotion. In the name of Jesus. You are rising and you are walking. Maya, you are rising and you are walking. Jason, you are rising and you are walking. Cooper, you are rising and you are walking. And Peter took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them. Walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Then they knew that it was he who sat begging alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. I prophesy that what God is going to do in your life as you engage the opportunity and the spiritual technology of prayer will inspire wonder and amazement in the lives of people. In the first service, we uh, went further along the lines of the PAP, P-A-P, that we've been looking at. And we said the first PAP from last week was P-A-P, was the first one. Prayer accesses what? Power. So if you want power, you don't need to go to all those online uh, promoters of evil or satanic strategies where they say buy this perfume people who are using this perfume are already growing in power but what they are telling you is that those people have conjured some kind of fragrance that has been dedicated to demonic spirits and therefore these guys are prospering momentarily by the activities of demons but because the devil has no joy he cannot give joy so when he gives temporary relief he causes permanent damage so you don't need to go to all those people who are saying buy this lipstick is senator seducer lipstick president pusha or pula lipstick oh, come some of you looking like you don't know what i'm talking about how many of you know all those people that sell those things online they have their instagram page and on their instagram you will lose more than a kilogram come on somebody they are telling you this we're hip trainer waist trainer what they're not telling you is that the waist trainer i'm not talking about the real waist trainers which can be good and can be helpful i'm talking about the ones that are dedicated to demonic spirits what they say this is magic band why do I want a magic band when I have a miracle walker 
They are not telling you. They're telling you is a waste trainer dedicated to demons. Again, I'm not talking about the real ones, which may be helpful, but the ones that are dedicated, they're calling a waste trainer, but it's actually a soul drainer. So you attract a man in a moment, but you're going to lose your peace or joy in the future. Look at somebody say, don't even go in that direction. That person does not seem to believe what you're saying. Look at that person. See, I'm saying it again. Don't even go in that direction. Prayer accesses power. Number two is that prayer activates what? Potential. Say that with me. Prayer activates potential. Number three, what does prayer do? Prayer alters people. Number four, what does prayer do? Prayer advances purpose. The purpose of God in the earth is advanced by prayer. The purpose of God for your life is advanced by prayer. So when you're enjoying some promotion, you're growing in leaps and bounds, you're growing from faith to faith, and it seems that you are stymied, you are stagnated, because no matter how mighty the momentum is, there comes a time where it looks like everything is shutting down, everything is collapsing, things are not moving the way they used to move. What do you do? You take out some time for strategic prayer. You consecrate yourself for one day, two days, three days, fasting and prayer, and you advance the purpose of God strategically in the place of prayer and we closed off in the first service with prayer accelerates progress we looked at a couple of verses including first kings chapter 18 where the word says elijah having prayed for several possibly hours he had prayed for a protracted period of time he began to outrun the chariots and the horses of abraham of ahab right so ahab had the sophisticated equipment and machinery and I explained to you that what was literally happening was that Elijah was in fact being carried by the chariots and the horses of God you remember when it was that Elijah was carried up into heaven Elisha said my father my father the chariots of Israel and its horsemen so by virtue of consecration to the place of prayer I explained the last week Elijah had prayed into a zone where mantles had been given to him fierce like horse-like entities, spirit beings that were able to work with him and pull him with the courage of divine technology. Can I propose to somebody that God is able to release angelic activity into your life that will exceed the limitations of men? That was what happened to Peter when he was in the prison. When Peter was in the prison, the Bible says the prayer was made continually for Peter and an angel came in response to that prayer to deliver Peter from jail and the angel tapped Peter. Peter was between four quaternions of soldiers. They say that a quaternion of soldiers is a group of four soldiers. So Peter was literally bound by something like 16 soldiers. But when it was Acts 12, when the angel of the Lord stood there, light shone in the prison, struck Peter, raised him up, arise quickly. What happened? The chains fell off. One angelic activity is better than 100 attempts at jacking the padlock. It is better, more effective than your aggression. One angelic activity. Listen to this. The believer who does not labor in prayer will hustle with shame in the world. 
If you don't labor in prayer, your only option is to hustle with shame, hustle with desperation, hustle with stress, with sweat, because you must labor in one realm. If you don't labor in the spirit, you'll be subjected to intense labor in the natural. But if you labor in the spirit, what happens is God brings the super on your natural. He brings angelic beings to help you. What do some of these angels do? They can hold the CEO you need to see in the office. He does not know why, but every time he's about to leave the office, the secretary says, excuse me, sir, you have not signed this form. I have to go now. Excuse me, I have to sign it. Oh, sir, the form is wrong. I need to print it. And so trying to print it, the photocopy is jammed. So all of a sudden, you would have missed that appointment, but by the ministry of angels activated in prayer, you discovered that God will align forces and factors. Whenever it seems like natural things are not working for you, can I propose to you that something must be suffering in the place of prayer? Either the intensity in prayer or longevity in prayer or your motive in prayer or your fervency in prayer or the accuracy of your prayer. Where are you going to labor? Will you labor in the spirit or will you labor in the flesh? Shouted. Where are you going to labor? So you will labor, but you will choose your labor. Look at somebody say, choose your labor. Choose your labor. So if you're going to have acceleration prayer, it's very important. The Bible says that the angel led Peter through the first set of gates, through the next set of gates, without a padlock. I prophesy over this house. You will begin to access gates that in the natural you have no key for. I meant no key, not no pallet. They were locked. I pray that you will begin to access gates, portals, realms, levels, dimensions that in the natural you have no key for. Because don't forget what we sang was it last week. Prayer is the key. When you have the key of prayer, you are able to open doors that men have locked against you. From today, you will no longer beg men because you have sought the face of God. You moved from seeking after men to seeking God. And because you seek God, men will seek you. That amen does not sound like it carries faith. That posture does not sound like it's faith-filled. I said from today, men and women will seek you. They will long for you. Have you wondered why the wise men, the wise men were looking for Jesus? Prayer had gone ahead of the birth of Jesus. Wise men don't just look for anybody. They respond to royalty. In the place of prayer, when you begin to serve in your priesthood, even your royalty and your kingship is enhanced. And so wise men will begin to look for you. May you, oh my, may you stop attracting men that will drain and deplete you. I said something during the prayer watch on Friday night. The word says, seest thou a man diligent in his business. Part of the business of the believer is the business of prayer. In the business of prayer, the investment is time, is energy, is passion. The profit is the miraculous, is testimonies, the supernatural. He that is diligent in his business, he will stand before kings and not ordinary men. There is nothing wrong with ordinary men, but you don't have to be the one to stand before them. Oh my God, some of you missed that. Let me say that again. There is nothing wrong with ordinary men. In fact, in a certain dimension of your walk with God, you will be called to elevate ordinary men.
But many of you are in a place right now where what you need to stand before is not an ordinary man. You need to stand before kings like Daniel in Babylon. You need to stand before kings. Of course I know that you don't despise other people. But when you're standing before kings, the reason is so that you will not be an ordinary man trying to help other ordinary men. Two poor people cannot really help themselves. They can only console. They can't support. Oh, come on. Are you following this? But some of you are so comfortable with ordinariness that even your amen is ordinary. So comfortable with ordinariness because ordinariness is comfortable but it's not transformational. Beware of any environment that does not challenge you. In that environment, you're already dying by installments. That's why I've been provoking a lot of you. I've been saying some provocative things during that. Why? Because you will settle in the mediocrity without the provocation of an anointed leader. Now you're quiet. Many of you are so used to mediocrity, but I break that over your life in the name of Jesus. One of the ways to break the hold of mediocrity is to lose yourself in the place of prayer. I'm not talking about distracted prayer. There's a realm in the place of prayer where you will start seeing superior technology, where you start seeing visions of the future. And when you start seeing those visions of the future, it calls you out of laziness. It calls you out of normalcy. It comes you, calls you out of settling. If you're the one I'm talking about, can you stand up right now and beat your chest and look for two people and tell them, I refuse to be ordinary. I am so sorry about that, but some of you said it so ordinarily. I said, say it extraordinarily. I refuse to be ordinary. Prayer accelerates progress. And we said that this man, when Peter pulled him up, the natural process in walking for someone who has never walked is that he's supposed to crawl and then stand and then run and the, or hop and then leap. But in this man's situation, his first movement was a leap. For those who were not here in the first service, let me prophesy the same over your life. Tomorrow is the 1st of February. From the 1st of February, you are not walking, you are leaping. Be it unto you according to your faith. The ordinary thing is that they will put out a job vacancy notification. Then you go for the interview. Then you pass the interview. Then you finally get the job. Then you get promoted. But I prophesy in the month of February because God already disciplined you and trained you in the backside. When you interned with your uncle, when you supported your business partner, when you worked without pay, you already paid some prizes. But beyond that, the favor of God is coming upon the infrastructure of your life. Not only will you get the job, you will enter at two levels higher than what you thought you will access in the name of Jesus ordinarily you should do the first shirt or dress for them then they refer you to five friends then to one company but listen dressmaker fashion designer tailor whoever you are the next job you're going to get in February will be hundreds of pieces you will be commissioned on that dimension in the name of Jesus your online store recorded no sale no 
no notification of payment on paystack or flutter wave but get ready flutter flutter because you're about to ride on waves of God you're about to ride on waves of the glory you are about to get pay not from a maga or a mugu but from the mercy of God in the name of Jesus something is about to hit your account a notification is about to light up your screen in the name of Jesus somebody who is owing you is about to pay you double I say to leaders let me just tell you I say to leaders when I'm prophesying guess what I'm also in a posture to receive let me tell you I get testimonies from my messages you have no right not to get testimonies I speak to you today this week you will handle something let me, I don't share a lot of them but let me share one I share with Kenneth and being in the office four years ago I was running a seminar I was hosting a seminar one of my seminars called master your money some of you already said that that's the problem you are so used to convenience is it is a problem is a problem of course if you feel physically weak or infirmed for now you can say but let me even tell you sometimes when you're weak that's when you stand sometimes when you're feeling sick that's when you stand especially if you're young you're in 20s and your 30s you're so comfortable it's a problem it's such a huge problem do you know why I say that if you act like this in the gathering where God's power is available, how do you handle your business? I asked some people in this house to write me some letters. I was appalled. I became concerned. I'm like, how are they writing letters in the office? Could that be the reason you're not getting jobs or pay raises? Because you are so used to convenience. I don't roll like that. I'm fast approaching 40, but I'm more energetic, vibrant, and passionate than some of you who are 25 and 27. Look at somebody say, oh, wrong now. A sloppy generation. I refuse. See, Caleb at 85 said, give me this mountain. And there were desert babies, babies that were born when Caleb was already 60. They were born. But guess what? At 85, Caleb was still running things. That's what I want to be like. I refuse to be 30-something and I'm already having cracks and, and bones and, and walking like this and sitting like this and doing like Miss Pepe and doing like this. Amen. And any small things I want to see. The Bible says arise and shine, which means you have limited visibility when you are seated. Convenience is a curse. Woe to them that are at ease in Zion. There's no week I don't have a testimony. Many reasons. Whilst I'm prophesying, my spirit man is praying. Not only for you, but for me. Another reason, in the course of the week, I don't necessarily listen to all the messages. In fact, I just listen to snippets, but of the two services, I listen. And I'm praying. And I preached it. And I prepared for hours before preaching it. But some of you, even when I'm preaching it, your mind is in candy crush, yet you can't afford candy and you have no crush. You are doing bossy challenge. Meanwhile, the boss of your destiny has passed the bus stop. May your miracles not be a silhouette.
For some of you, it's TV, 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 you're always watching. African magic, African magic. How will you have kingdom miracles when you're always watching African magic? Telemundo, Telemundo, Telemundo. If you are Telemundo, how do you expect goodness and mercy to follow you into Mundo? I'm not saying don't get entertained, but life is bigger than entertainment. And stop being distracted by the fake emblems of success people paste online. If your only claim to success is a naked body, you are poor. Doesn't matter how much money you get by showing your front side and your back side. Arsenal and Manchester United. So I was sharing the testimony in the course of the week. So I did a testimony. I, I did a hosted a seminar. I can I can go into the, the long thing, but I got a printer. The printer was supposed to deliver my, my manuals and brushes and all of that. He messed it up. I had committed tens of thousands. So one of my friends who still does a lot of our printing today in the house was the one who worked overnight, overnight to deliver the products to us so that we could use something, right? So that guy messed it up and I was very disappointed, very sad, called him and let him know I was not happy at all and all of that, all of that, all of that. You know what happened the time of prayer? The first day we started praying and fasting this year. We've not spoken. I've spoken to that guy in two years, about two years. He called me right after we finished praying and fasting on the first day. And he said, uh, Pastor Dami, I saw his number. I was like, ah, I still have this number. You know those numbers you don't even know you have any longer because you have an interface with them. He said, uh, Pastor Dami, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm supposed to have done this for a long time. He was skating around the conversation, you know, after a while. And he wanted to say something. He said, I'm so sorry, blah, 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 da, 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 da. How is church? How are you? I see what you're doing. I see the great work, blah, 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 blah. And then he said, I know I should have done this, but I'm really sorry, blah, blah, blah. And then he said, Pastor Dami, please send me your account number and send me the church account number. And within a minute or two of sending the numbers, he sent me a six-digit figure and sent Kings a six-digit figure from four years ago of disappointment. I want to prophesy over somebody's life. So when I'm saying you will get alerts because it happens to me in, I've said it, told you guys before, some of the biggest gifts that come into my life come in weird, strange, unexpected, sometimes from people I've not seen or met, sometimes from a silly Instagram post. Somebody says, do you have a paper? account or foreign are you understanding it is not about you just planning and plotting and arranging and organizing I prophesy as many as have faith to believe this week the first of February this week the first week of February God will show you a token for good and will receive a supply in five digits in six digits in seven digits if you believe it in eight digits an eight digits opportunity receive it by the ministry of angels in the name of Jesus expect it it doesn't have to take long it does not have to take long it does not have to take long why? because you have supernatural forces supporting you but many of us all we are doing, you know what all we are doing? Instead of being around the chariots and prayer, because the chariots respond to praying people, that's what happens. The spiritual technologies respond to praying people. So when you see, watch this, 
Moses patterned the Red Sea. It's a spiritual technology that superintends natural science. That's spiritual technology. A miracle is the introduction of divine technology in the affairs of man. When water turns to wine, it's a spiritual technology. But you will see that when those things happen, they happen through people of prayer or people who have stored up prayers. Because spiritual technologies are activated by spiritual intelligence. Spiritual intelligence is displayed by spiritual practices. As a matter of fact, spirituality is from spiritual, which is from two words, spirit and ritual. So spirituality is the rituality of spirits. The rituals, the routines, the habits, the practices, the technologies, the engagements. But may, what many of us want to do is we are so concerned about the marwa that God gave us. Say, is this marwa that will drive me? What's that marwa? Is your business and not the king's business. You want to use that sedan or that SUV. So you think, watch this. Your SUV does not move faster just because you put fresher paint on it. So doing natural things better and faster does not increase the quality of your spiritual essence. No shortcut. No shortcut. This is part of why I insist that you don't just sit all the time. You know why? If you don't learn how to do this in public, where there is peer pressure or social accountability, are you understanding? How do you monitor your personal prayer life? It means after you've done le bobo, le bobo, na bobo, na bobo, no be prayer, ade bobo, ade bobo. Then you will sit. Next thing you will carry phone. Phone pressing generation. And instead of applying yourself, you are stuck on an app. And that app can cause a mishap. And they wonder why is nothing happening. Hopefully you have sleep apnea. Look at somebody. Say expect acceleration. Tell that person engage in the place of prayer. Please leave your seat. Leave your seat. Go over to the other side, but don't block the camera. And look for two or three people. Tell them prayer accelerates progress. Pop. Please be seated now. But feel free to stand when you feel the fire or you want to practice. How was Moses able to climb mountains at 80? Was he by sitting all the time at 20? Caleb at 85 said, give me this mountain. Can I propose to you? You determine how far you go with God. You determine it. He said, God is rich towards all. He's not a God of the Jews or the Gentiles or the barbarians or the Scythians alone. He's a God of all. You determine it. It says, draw near unto me, I'll draw near unto you. In other words, the degree to which you press into me determines what will come out of you. It's just like this. You determine, to a large extent, how much orange juice you get out of the orange. Why? You can just rub your hands and nothing comes out. You can squeeze and nothing comes out. You can use a orange squeezer, more comes out. You can use a juicer, more comes out. You can use a blender to blend everything. When you come to the place of prayer with God, don't use your hand. Throw yourself into the blender of God. Let him blend you. Let him turn the pulp. Are you understanding that? Everything. Everything. If you're on the workforce, you're serving on the workforce, and we're having our first workforce meeting on the 6th of February, strategy meeting in the north. If you're on the workforce, listen. 
And you want to take a break, there's provision for that. You want to take a, a break, there's a number of Sundays where we allow you not to be around. But when you are working, don't come late. When you're working, don't be sloppy. Never do anything 50-50. God doesn't work like that. To get the best of God, you lay the entirety of your being. Learn from me, I'm an example. Do you see me do stuff half-hearted? Shout, do you? I'm doing it, I'm not doing it. If I'm doing white paper, I don't do it one day and then next thing is three months. You, if I'm doing it, I'm doing it. If I'm stopping it, I'm going to stop it. Some of you are not here with us at Skate City. Said by the time we're two years, we move out of this place. The day before the second anniversary, we got the deal for this place. In the place of prayer. Because you are not bound by the force of nature. If you serve the, the Bible says you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. All. Not like this. All. Throw yourself, especially when you're young. Throw yourself. Do you know why? As you grow older, life will pull you in many directions. Children will pull you in this place. School fees will pull you in that place. House rent, bill, company, culture, politics, media. Are you seeing that now? So number six is prayer. Check this out. The sixth part. Prayer augments prayer. Prayer augments prayer. What does augment mean? It means to grow stronger or to increase in weight and worth by adding more so one of the benefits of prayer is that the more you pray the more you pray have you noticed have you noticed that my wife usually jokes and says P. Dams doesn't like short prayer in fact he said P. Dams does not know how to do short prayer because when we're praying together I'll just say can we just pray for about 15 minutes she just be like hmm Hmm. And I said, P. Dams, is this the long one? So don't worry. It was just, let's see how it goes. He said, no, that's, that's, that's a scam. Because that 15 minutes become one hour. It become 90 minutes. It become, can become two, three hours. The last night of prayers was importation. We're supposed to pray for one hour. How long did it become? But how many of you knew that at some point it was not your strength that was carrying you? Because at some point we had an equal number of people on Mixlr and Instagram. And people were getting testimonies on the go. What happens is, there is a layer, it's like a flight, aircraft, okay? So there are layers and there are atmospheres and stratospheres. Now, depending on the momentum or the velocity actually, that the aircraft can generate, it determines the level at which it can float or fly. Are you getting this now? So helicopters cannot go as, as high as airplanes. Airplanes cannot go as fast or as high as rockets and space shuttles. Are you seeing that now? But there is a realm that once the space shuttle breaks out of the pool of gravity, it throws off the load. What is that load? It is the place carrying the fuel. I think it's called the fuselage or something like that. Somebody help me. It throws down the fuselage and what happens is it is now free to fly. This is how your spirit man is in the spirit. You will notice that when you start praying many times, you start off sluggish. You start out tired. You start out distracted. But if you can release yourself to the pool of the spirit, at 
some point casting all your cares upon him for he cares for you you are no longer powered by the fuel you carry you are now powered by the technology embedded in your cockpit are you hearing what i'm saying so in the first place of prayer the first commitment is for you to labor in prayer subdue your flesh silence the voice of distraction shut the door behind you and for some people it's five minutes for some people it's 10 minutes for some people it's 15 minutes but one of the signs is that you will know that a different breath has come upon you what the athletes will call a second wind it is the wave of the holy spirit that is now carrying you it is now no longer you trying to say keep quiet mr cow shut out mr instagram you are now in the place and sometimes you will notice that your tongues will change your temper will change your temperature might change because you are now not a helicopter or an airplane you are a space shuttle you are going into outer space this is what i mean by prayer augments prayer because after they healed this man then the sanhedrin and the religious leaders they came against them and persecuted them do you know what they did they didn't say we won't pray anymore they didn't say we will stop doing the things of god the word says they went back to their own company and they prayed some more and this time in acts 4 31 when they prayed some more the bible says the place where they were was shaken there was physical vibration so the first dimension of prayer they just shook one person and the person was healed but when prayer augmented prayer it was not just one person that was shaken out of the wrong place the whole room where they were was shaken somebody is about to shake their generation who am i talking to somebody is about to shake their generation you are about to shake your family you are about to shake your environment you are about to shake the elements you are about to shake somebody shout a yes if it's you i'm talking to I love that year, but I dare to believe there is a bigger shout in your belly. There's a bigger roar in your spirit. There is a bigger release. I said you are about to shake your generation. Somebody say shake, 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 shake. I love the name Planet Shakers and I love many of their many songs that I know. You know Planet Shakers they are about music but see number one in Acts chapter 4 guess what happened? They shook a man out of a gate. In Acts chapter 12, sorry Acts chapter 4 verse 31 they prayed and they shook the house. In Acts chapter 12 an angel came and shook the gate. In Acts chapter 16 the power of God came and shook the earth. Why? Because when prayer augments prayer, what you can shake will keep increasing. You will shake yourself out of sleep. Then you will shake money into your account. Then you will shake deaf ears open. Then you will shake a dead man out of the grave. Then God will cause you to shake hundred people personally into kings. Then you will shake this place until we'll give you a branch of kings or release you by divine confirmation to start an independent work. Somebody shall shake, shake, shake you are not the shaking you are the shaker i said you are not the shaking you are the shaker you will shake things out of place the bible says give and it shall be given unto you press down and what 
shaken together. Let me explain what that means. Have you gone to mile 10 or mile 12 or mile 2? Have you gone to K2 market? Have you gone to A market where they sold the beans in, in the Congos or Basias or in Cops and they serve it? But when they serve the beans or the grain, uh, it's not a fool. So they have to what? Shake it, press it, and add some more. Who knows what I'm talking about? Why? Because the shaking makes room. This is the reason world shakers always have room. When you are a shaker, there is room for you. They will say, sorry, sir, sorry, sir. Don't tell anybody, but come with me. Meanwhile, they've sent everybody else away. But there is always room for the shaker. If you can shake things, they will make room for you. If you can shake things, doors will open for you. If you can shake things, somebody shout, I'm a shaker. Shout prayer. Augment prayer. Pray in the Holy Ghost for two minutes. Sobrate suvalasis. Procotoli avruzapalas. Jumbratis avlakos platuvratas. Pregatula palia tovrigamantos. Lupazuvekelis. Brogadolo Vrizapali Kribatalizas. Jotabaka. Yes, that's it. Yes, that's it. That's it. Stir up the fire. Stir it up. Stir it up. Because even spiritual fire will die out without conscious flaming. This is why Paul said to Timothy, Stir up the fire. Stir up the gifts of God within you by the laying on of hands of the presbytery. The presence of a thing is different from the manifestation of that thing. It can be present and not manifest. So what you do to make it manifest is by shaking. Shake yourself. That's why Isaiah said, shake yourself from the dust. Shake thyself, daughter of Zion. Awake, awake, put on strength. Put it on. Tammy talked about there's a lot of work for us to do. Put it on. Israel, I know you just joined, but I feel this is your house. Tammy Tyre, shake yourself. Follow with your shake yourself. Nora, Rosie, Perfecta, Kuga, shake yourself. Zodabale cruzabasis. Jovrigata culoporia. Sinda bragatolas. Flebruzacalia bruzapatis. Sando brocopalia zufracabatis. Jutacale cosima tabaya. Rata covesila parata. Jonda brugapalia bruzapalas. Lecota catuveza. Rantos paluvresele bacatis. Pray, pray, pray. We're almost there. Stare up. Cry, yeah, 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 yeah. Something is happening, something is shifting, something is shaking. Jesus said, My house shall be a house of prayer. First Corinthians 6 19 says, Know you not that you are the house of God, you're the temple of God. So that house is not just 
the gathering of the temple you are that house you are that house of prayer HOP you are the house of prayer and therefore you must have at least a how an hour of prayer you can break it into 15 minutes four times a day 20 minutes three times a day 30 minutes twice a day or one hour but every disciple needs to spend at least one hour a day it will keep the flesh under it will empower you to say no to temptation it will lift your head when all hell is breaking loose around you it will give you command of the elements it will engage the ministry of angels it will shift things it will distort and rearrange it will deliver to you your allocation of the divine inheritance it will prepare you before an appointment circumstances will not take you by surprise because in the board meeting Yeshua would have inscribed upon your heart the meeting notes the updates Sapoya Katuvalas. The minutes of the meeting will be upon your heart. Let's drive in more about 90 seconds, two minutes. I have so much to share. I wanted to give you Akara, but I'm closing now. I'm closing now. I'll give you another series or another time or a night vigil. Zodia Kotosi in the buses or during the week or something. Brogodoli Avrizamakas. She brought up Protigelis. Let this place shake with the voice of warring warriors. Let this place shake with the roar of people who are tired of ordinary, tired of usual, tired of normal, tired of heartbreak, tired of despair, tired of begging, tired of borrowing. Let it roar with the sound of devotion and connectedness to the altar of Yeshua HaMashiach. The very God, the very God, the one whose face was altered as he engaged the business of prayer and the technology of supernatural engagements and provisions while he walked the face of the earth. To begin to taper it down, can you pray for this whole house of kings? For the 60, 70, 100 people watching on another platform. Pray for everyone. Take of the spirit of prayer. Place it upon, call the names of those who are not here. All gay is not here this morning. All guy is not here this morning. Shia is not here this morning. Jerry P is not here this morning. Pray for them. The Oyekules are not physically present with us this morning. Uche was in the first service, but she's not here in the second service. Toy is not in the house physically this morning. Pray for every one of them. And the people in your team, your department, your master life group, your King's Connect area, the Olushayas, Babatsundays are not here. Olushaya and Ayola. Pray for them this morning. Zodakosa, Jerry Pianist will pray for you this morning the same prayer can you push harder for just one minute raise the temperature and in this final minute you are blessing everything you're gonna do in february loaded 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 february you are loaded you deliver to me there will be no abortion there will be no abortion in february the womb of february is open unto me things are delivered 
February you excel, in February you shine, in February you arise, in February you walk on water, in February you move mountains, in February prison doors are open for you, in February you have the knowledge of witty inventions, in February you shake the beast into the fire, in February you tread upon the adder, the serpent, the sniper, the poison, oh in February you spread your wings and you soar, you mount up, you rise high, you shine bright, you flourish, you do well you speak loud your voice is heard a way is made for you gates are open for you doors are unlocked for you treasures in you are unlocked in February short I prophesy over your life in the month of February, you will have the highest number of testimonies you have ever had in one month in your life. Receive these words as sure words of prophecy. In the month of February, testimonies will be running after you. Your blessings will not be impeded. Material supplies are released for you in abundance. A way is made for you. Doors are unlocked for you. Where they said we are sorry, now they will beg you to return. In February, you will walk on your own land. You will pay for that land. The land will appreciate. I see plots of land, plots, plots of land. Somebody you did not even plan it. But in February, resources are coming into your hand. 600,000, 850,000, 2 million, 5 million. You will own a piece of the earth in the name of Jesus. Somebody who does not even know you will carry your matter upon their heads and they will run aggressively to advance the purpose of God concerning your life. You will be adopted by royal fathers, adopted by royal mothers. Kings will champion your cause. Queens will be your nursing mothers. I prophesy over your life in the month of February, you will live above sin. You will be tempted, but this time you won't trip. You won't fall. You will look at that testimony, or temptation, and say, not today. Not today. In the name of Jesus, you rise above the traps of the enemy. Every snare in your pathway is broken. Your soul is escaped like a bird out of the snare of the fowl. Your strength is renewed. Your organs function optimally. Your legs are strong. If there is any growth in your body, I command it to melt. I command it to melt. In February, no nightmares, but your sweet dreams will become reality. In the name of Jesus, for those who don't have a job, you will have one in February. For those who have a job, you get a pay raise in February. For those who want to move on, you have clarity in February. In the name of Jesus, whatever it is that is upon my life, that is part of your divine inheritance, that should be allocated in February, you will not hustle without it. It is given unto you. Oil, rich oil is given unto you. The shaman of God is given unto you. Power is given unto you. Gifts are given unto you. Royalty is given unto you. Doors are open unto you. 
friends run to support you monies that you are being owed are paid to you if you are owing you have the capacity now to pay double and triple your days of begging are over now somebody raise your right hand your left hand and give the lord a shout of praise a clap offering a jump Shout unto God, roar unto God, holler unto God, scream! Hallelujah! Glory to God! Look at somebody. See enlargement. Tell that person we are built up in prayer. We are fortified and we have multiplied. Please be seated. Hallelujah. Generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing. Someone you know needs this. Kindly share this how.